0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Healthy Marriage Podcast, a podcast aimed at strengthening the most important asset of all families, the marriage. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach and researcher, and speaker on topics such as gender abuse, sexual ethics, trauma, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we will focus on strengthening marriages, encouraging families, and tools for practical living such as how to have hard conversations with my kids about hard subject matters. I will demonstrate many of these with my own children via these podcasts. We are sponsored by the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to strengthen the family, and it all starts with marriages. Join in on the conversation in our free Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash the healthy marriage. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Warrior Marriage Podcast. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and today we're going to conclude my book, I Can't Say That, looking at the chapter on the power and importance of community. You can order I Can't Say That at at icantsaythat.com or on Amazon, and enjoy today as we look at community. Sam and Kelly have found themselves struggling with their 16-year-old son. The battles, the stress, and the tears are devastating to them both. The impact on their marriage has been earth-shattering, Their saving grace has been their community. They attend a large church where they were lost in the crowd for a long time. But now within that community, they have formed friendships that have become their lifeline as they now have peers to bounce ideas off and shoulders to cry on if needed. Two families in their group have been through similar struggles with their own children and have been a tremendous source of encouragement as they share the tools they have picked up over the years. My wife and I have seen the power of community throughout our lives, even before we were married. Before I met my wife, people from my Sunday school class would pick me up and take me to the doctor's appointments when I was battling with my health. Throughout our marriage, our church community and friends have been an incredible support through health scares, loneliness, the births of our children, and when we had to make hard decisions. For me... My biker-motorcycle friends have been a source of friendship, spiritual encouragement, and an example of how to live as imperfect men of God. Our life stage now finds our community coming from the relationships we have with parents of our children's friends at our church's Boy Scout and American Heritage Girls troops. Think about it. Who do you spend the most time around? What are those people's beliefs and values? Do you want to be like them? Be intentional about community. This means you will need to be very thoughtful about what you commit to, how much time it will take, and the impact it will have on your family dynamic. You do not have to say yes to everything. You do not have to do whatever your children express an interest in. Be smart as a family. Be careful that you are not being pulled in 20 different directions either. Like we tell our children, we become like the people we spend time with. We were never meant to do this alone. Parenting was never meant to be a solo sport, and I am humbled when I see single moms that are bearing all the weight day in and day out. We are stubborn people. We struggle to ask for and receive help. We all have pride issues. Some of us have servant issues. We do not receive well, or we do not give well. Where are you on that spectrum? Marriage is not meant to be two people banding together and then disappearing from the world. Your marriage needs input and challenge from friends and others to grow. Men, you need good, godly men in your life. I am currently riding this while on a camp out with my oldest son's Boy Scout troop. There are three other dads here that I love spending time with whenever I get the chance. I love that my son will feel comfortable going to them if he is struggling and that their sons might come to me that is community. That is the body of Christ. Ladies, you need women in your life. You need someone that can encourage you as a wife, mom, and in your career aspirations and priorities. We all need mentors and mentees. Be intentional to build relationships in which you are serving others. There's always someone that can benefit from knowing you and learning from your experiences and what the Lord is teaching you. Times of crisis will reveal who your friends are like nothing else. Many years ago, I was lying in a hospital bed following a motorcycle wreck. A car had pulled out in front of me, and I T-boned it with my six-year-old son on the seat behind me. Thankfully, he wasn't hurt at all, not even a bruise. I remember looking at the three men standing there who had taken care of my wife, kids, and bike before they were uh, there with me. I said, man, it stinks to have to have this happen to be reminded of those that love us. So your assignment is to seek community, find community. The first place that I would recommend you look for community is in a local faith community. What characteristic is the most important to you in bonding to another person or group of people? Is it personality, a common hobby, faith, life stage? These can be the glue that holds a beginning friendship together. Think about a group of parents that gather together to cheer on their son or daughter in their sport. The common thread that unites these parents is usually the age of their kids and their children's mutual interest in that sport. There's often not much else. This is unfortunate, and it is often an unhealthy community. Oftentimes, groups like this bond together when they are trying to get a coach fired, or they are focused on a common problem and they feed each other's negativity. Relationships like this will not help you when you are in a crisis. However, a group of parents can also realize that while they may have initially met through their children's sport, they share many other things in common, and they can be a source of encouragement to their kids, each other, their teams, and bring the light of Christ where he may not have been before. I recently went on a motorcycle trip with a group of men from a local church. I knew a few of them from a previous trip five years earlier. The excuse to get together was our love and enthusiasm for motorcycles. The real reason for our excursion over the Cascades and into the high desert of eastern Oregon, uh, though, was a shared faith. It was for a time of Bible study, fellowship, and the deepening of friendships. Your children's ages may heavily influence your choice of a faith community as you consider what they offer in terms of children's ministry, and you consider your children's spiritual growth, not just fun and games. Be sure you know your priorities. Years ago, my wife and I began attending a smaller church in a storefront that had the senior pastor's message piped in via satellite. Neither of us had ever thought we would ever attend a church like that, But we found faithful friends, community, and yes, several bikers in attendance. If your life stage is one that allows more flexibility, the next section will be of great importance to you. For some of you, your children are very young and demanding, and you do not have much bandwidth to give and serve. Find a faith community where you can plug in and be served for a season. This is not a bad thing. This is the body of Christ. If you're battling addictions, find a community that supports your sobriety. This is exercising wisdom. As a parent to young kids, you will be in desperate need of support. Find it. Eventually, you can take your turn and be it. Serve. But maybe not quite yet. That's okay. Give yourself some grace. Build community. Be. Being community is the other side of this equation. Serve families that have a special needs child, follow your interests, and see who else enjoys these same activities. You may find yourself building an incredible community where you are serving as your parent-teacher association, a church group, or a MOPS, Mothers of Preschoolers group at church. If music is a passion, be a part of a musical group of like-minded people. This is community. The intentionality you have here will shape how tomorrow goes life happens. Life can even fall apart. Who's in your corner? Are you in someone else's corner as their world crumbles? My family does not do Boy Scouts primarily for the skills that can be learned there. We do it for fellowship and community with the parents that have grown over the years to become our go-to community. Some have gone through crisis and we have been there to love them and serve them. When we have been in need, these families have stepped up to serve us. Yes, There is fun at the campouts and accomplishment as you complete a merit badge, but in the end, the best part is a community of friends. Find a quilting group. Join the choir. Seek out things that will invite relationship, conversations, and vulnerability. It is amazing what is shared at night in the dark around a campfire. Most men do not open up well, but many will in this environment. I love that. Being a counselor, I love to talk deeply about life and will naturally seek this out everywhere. But for many others, it is difficult to trust people enough to share. Moms, you need community, especially when your children are young and demanding of your time, attention, and energy. When my wife was overwhelmed with two toddlers, she called our pastor's wife and asked if she could recommend anyone that might be willing to mentor her. She began meeting with a lady in the church weekly and then began attending community Bible study, CBS. CBS then became my wife's community when I struggled with my health. Having community that she knew would pray for us and help in practical ways uh, decreased her stress. Galatians 6.2 reminds us to carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Dads, you need community too. Work isn't enough. What you need probably isn't going to be what your wife needs. You are two different people. I have met regularly with a friend or at times a couple of friends over the years and I always look forward to the time when we can get together. Regardless of whether it is over lunch or taking a walk, we can pray together and be challenged by one another. Couples. You are two individuals with unique personalities and needs. You are also a couple though And that couple can be thought of as a third person. Your marriage needs other couples in it to have fun with you, encourage you, hold you accountable, and come alongside you in the difficult days. Find, build, and be community. Times of crisis will reveal how well you have done this. So what's next? Kevin and Sally have grown in their understanding of where they are as a couple, become more aware of themselves as individuals, and are more focused than ever on intentionally giving their children a biblical sexual ethic. What else do they need? They will need ongoing support. For some parents and situations, it will be difficult to share what is going on in their family due to the vulnerability required. I hope you can find a lot of your answers, encouragement, and community from those in your life. There are other options available to you, though, if those are unsafe or if you need professional, experienced advice. I have been in private practice as a licensed professional counselor since the year 2000. A recurring theme I see in families, singles, and couples is that they wait to seek help because they are embarrassed and fearful to talk about that area of their life and they pull away from all community. I personally believe that most people's counseling needs could be handled among mature fellow believers within the body of Christ. We need to be the body and reach out and serve others with our gifts, friendliness, and a listening ear. There are professional services. We are fortunate to live in a day and age with so many resources available to help individuals and families that are struggling. For generations, people struggled silently and alone. Families kept mental illness, depression, addictions, and abuse under cover to protect themselves and those they loved. Though we still have a long way to go in removing the stigma of mental illness, it has entered the national conversation and I'm hopeful that we will see even more changes in the years ahead. Please know that if you find yourself struggling, you do not have to walk this path alone. There are professionals across the world with training that can come alongside you and your family if you find yourself in need. As you look for a professional to meet with, you will need to consider both their professional training and if they will be supportive of your beliefs, values, and goals. If they are not a good fit, please don't give up your search for help. Call someone else. Keep calling until you find someone that is a fit for your family. I am humbled every time I sit with a family, and they trust me with difficult parts of their stories. I work with teenagers and children who are dealing with sexual issues. My favorite clients, though, Are the parents of these kids as I help them determine where their children are at, captivate their heart, and lead them toward hope. This book is just the beginning because we all know that a book won't do the work for us. We must get up, learn the skills, and implement new strategies. We are the biggest hurdle standing in our way. If you desire to dive deeper into these issues and be part of an online community that is Learning, sharing, and growing together, I invite you to join me online at www.healinglives.com. Contact me at the same website for professional counseling and coaching services as well. And to access more resources, including video trainings and more content for free from this book, I Can't Say That, you can find this at parentbook.healinglives.com. It's been an honor to share this with you, and I look forward to serving you and your family in the future. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Healthy Marriage Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence, and definitely not alone. Find out more about all that we do at HealingLives.com. I want to see your family, and specifically your marriage, thrive. Thank you to our sponsor, the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle. And to access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. It's an honor to serve.